guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's your hosts, Beard Man. And the Bald Eagle. Flying high, soaring in. <laughs> There. <laughs> really, there's got to be a way he can just throw that thing in afterwards. <laughs> I, I can. I can move that audio file around all I want and, and time it properly. But it's... <laughs> it is fun, though, just to have it randomly screech in the middle of the episode. Though, it, you know? it is more fun to just kind of figure out when it's going to happen. I wasn't looking at the audio, so I couldn't see when it was coming. That's that's the little game I play, you know? There we go. We're, when you hear the sound of the eagle screech, call in yeah, for your chance right. to win a free pizza. Oh, oh shoot. Uh, payable by Lucas Candy. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Lucas, how you doing, man? It feels like forever again. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I missed out on, well, I think last Tuesday, but I missed uh, your supplementary recording there with... Mr. Kenny. Sorry, Kenny. I missed you. Yeah. Sugar Beets. Uh, sugar Beets was... Sugar Beets. <laughs> sounds like, it sounds like a, a rap name. I'm going to drop some Sugar Beets. But you probably shouldn't. But, <laughs> but I don't want to eat it. No. Yeah, that's the, that's the uh, joke. Gross. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So back back to things that matter. How are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing good, although I do have a confession to make about last week. Um, so... You know, originally I said, yeah, I can't record with you and Kenny because I have I had grad banquet that night. So our school does a thing where graduation month is kicked off by this banquet. It's fun. It's good. You know, good, good meal. Funny. Good time. Anyway, but then you're like, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're recording late. So let us know. Um, and I did remember that. But then uh, one of my friends has got a hot tub and he invited me out to go to the hot tub. And I'm sorry, but in the game of rock, paper, scissors, hot tub <laughs> beats podcast uh but only but for, from now on I, i'll never forsake you again i'm so sorry well, hold on uh, i'm just gonna go back in my text messages from that time period because uh, i recall sending some messages not to be pushy but just you know there there's a special magic that happens with with oxford holy club when you have three people on <clears throat> and so yes. uh you know we did it with kenny before and it was great and we were really hoping that perhaps you would you would return and and I totally understood. I mean, it's your job, right? Like you are getting paid. You have to yeah. be at the grad banquet, and and you would want to be as well. And okay, I didn't take much scrolling because we haven't really talked a whole lot. I know, it's uh, sad. It has been. Uh, uh, so this is you know uh, we're talking about another friend that wanted to come on, but then has to deal with a bathroom situation, with, mm -hmm. which I will. <laughs> which sounds oh, great. Which, leave it there. Don't explain it. Just leave it there and go. Bathroom okay. situation. All right. And so then at Thursday, this is the day that Kenny and I recorded Thursday last week. Stay. I I responded to you because you're a you're a sleeper. If you come in to your house and just like yawn, it's off to bed with you. And so yeah. I, I said, stay awake. Beard man and the sugar beat are hoping to soar with the bald eagle. Winky face. Uh, <clears throat> to, and then I had no message. Nothing, nothing happened. Nobody texted back. Nothing. So the last I had heard from you was, I think I can. And that was in relation to joining, um, joining Kenny and I. So right. I'm not I done. I'm not done. Beforehand. No, I'm not Sorry, done. Don't ahead. interrupt. So then the next message comes at 10.10 p.m. By this time, you must be almost fully immersed in the hot tub. Uh, yeah. yeah like you must be pruning hardcore right now. I, I was, yeah, I looked like a California raisin. That's why you didn't respond. I mean, with your thumbs all pruned up, you couldn't, you couldn't were, unlock out, your out phone. Of, out of texting shape, that's correct. Right. So then I just, and you know, I'm not trying to be high maintenance, uh, Oxford Holy Club, <laughs> just so you know. But, but I love doing the podcast and Lucas and I enjoyed, you know, doing this. And so I, I send a lot of text messages just to make sure that we're, you know, we can get together and, and everything because we have busy, you know, lives. We have kids and wives and jobs. And uh, anyway, so then at 1010, I said, if you are able to join, please feel free. Smiley <laughs> face. No pressure. You know, I never wanted to feel like that for, for, uh, for our bald eagle. But at 1010, when I sent that message, I want you to know it, it was a defeated message. <laughs> I am sorry. And normally I... 
oh. I do try to uh, you know join join the the, the flock, mm. but uh, you know I, while I was at the thing, these plans developed, and I wanted to help take the hot tub for its inaugural run. So uh, yeah, but I see two of my children have come down the stairs. Um, why are you guys downstairs? This isn't a funny bit anymore. I fed you a bunch. So, ladies and gentlemen, then at 11.24 p.m., <laughs> Lucas sent this message. Sorry, I missed. I assumed that meant the podcast and not something different. Perhaps he was aiming at something and, and missed and was just a, a general apology to everyone around. But at 11.24, sorry, I missed. Not, hey... You know, sorry, something came up and, and and all of that. Just a sorry I missed. Which, in my brain, I thought, you know what? He must have stayed after the... Uh he must have stayed after the grad banquet and was sweeping up streamer and like... Picking up confetti piece by piece. Piece by piece. Just, oh, welcome back. Did you bust out the heel of, the heel of bread from, from Not your... Not even. From I your said, bread holsters? Your pieces around and go to bed because you fakers are tiring me out. And I said, I whispered ever so slightly, just go downstairs to mama. And mama, and mama yelled back upstairs, I'm working. Oh, no. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> yeah, big time. Uh, do you need to take so, a quick little uh, break here to go deal with that? And I mean, for no, the listener, no, they'll they never know. They'll stay in bed if, yeah, they'll stay in bed. Okay. Uh, so, so then I just, you know, I... I gave the safety LOL. This is now 1130 at night. I gave the big safety LOL. Uh, and I said, you know, don't be sorry. I knew you were busy. I didn't want to bug you with it. Little did I know, jerk is like. <laughs> I just was getting up, all the jets. Up, up to his eyes in in this hot tub with the, how many people were in the hot tub? Uh, just three of us. And it was like a massive hot tub. Like I have another friend of the hot tub, not to brag, uh, you know. Wow. Humble You're- brag. Uh, and it's like a big hot tub, and this guy's is about a foot bigger in each direction. Um, and they've got this one seat where you you kind of you know you lays down as you do in a hot tub, and then you kind of like hook. There's almost like a hook that you kind of like put yourself into it like you're in like space or something and then all of a sudden the jets turn on and the reason for that little hook over your shoulders is because it would just blow you out of the seat if you weren't like locked in hold on i everyone else may understand what you just said but i may have have missed something what are you hooking those hooks onto that are holding you <laughs> it's almost like collarbone um, well, <laughs> not quite. Well, it's it's like a it's like a neck rest, except for it kind of curves over a little bit. So when you kind of duck your shoulders up and into it, then it's kind of like holding you from going up. Um, huh. Yeah, uh, well, I've never experienced that. My uh, my fanciest hot tub time um, is at the at the Y the local YMCA when all the kitties vacated after urinating in it. Then, then old Brad gets his. He gets in that hot tub and dips his little toesies in. Uh, there you go. And yeah, there's um, there's nothing. I'm fancy. actually kind of surprised you get into a public hot tub because you have quite an aversion to germs. Yeah, but that man, like, chlorine, man, come on. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's how I know that I'll swim in it. If the moment I leave the dressing room into the pool area and my eyes start burning, we're good to go because the chlorine <laughs> content or the salt content in the room is just. It's deadly to germs. That's right. So I and feel people. And yeah, I feel sterile. You know, immediately going in. That's right. It's like you've been baked. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we've. Um, I just you know it's good to catch up. So you're you're doing well though. I, I know I uh, raked over the coals. Than, other than my my guilt uh, about that, yes, I am doing well. Uh, busy week this week. Um, our a bunch of our schools over in New York. Uh, principal's gone, uh, a bunch of teachers are gone, so and a bunch of kids are gone. So we're like like holding down the fort. Like rapture gone? What happened? <laughs> well they moving on up uh to New York. So that would be moving on down in many senses of the word. Oh, pe- people physically left the Fredericton campus and went to the to one in New York? Yes. Now see, we didn't know there was even one in New York. I speak for the club. <laughs> Yeah, they went down. They're visiting baseball fields, and they went to Hillsong and served there for the weekend. So that was cool, and yeah, and uh, stuff like that. I know Brad's a big fan. Uh, yeah, of the of the baseball teams, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. So they're 
They're uh, and, and every single year, I'm like, guys, I'm a social media guy. Um, it's fine. I'm not going. I don't really want to go because I have no, I have zero, I have negative a thousand interest in going to New York. Negative a thousand. I said, but I would certainly love pictures. Can you do Mr. Candy a solid and send me pictures <laughs> of New York? I hear it's a very photogenic place. Every single kid on this trip has phones. Can you send me pictures? Sure. And every single year that you go to New York, Washington, Ottawa, they could go all over. Um, every year is different. And they never send me pictures. And it drives me bananas. So each time, this time, I went to all five leaders and I told them individually and I made it sound like they were the only one I was asking. So I, all my hopes were pinned on them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. And I just got my first picture like yesterday and they've been gone for a week. So, you know, there was some ball dropping, but that's okay. I'm getting some pictures now. Well, it's good that the pictures are rolling in. I, I've been interested in, in checking out New York only because it's in every movie. It's everywhere. That's the only reason I would care to go is like, oh, I saw that in a movie mm -hmm. or, oh, that's the place from the TV show. Or I, I want to see the place that gets destroyed in every summer blockbuster. Right. Uh, and like uh, anytime I think of New York, see if you can guess what movie it comes to my mind. Independence Day. What? Was that in New York? Wasn't that in Washington? It was all over the world. Uh, New York, New York. I man, I I'll tell you though, if I did go, I'd need a map. Otherwise, I would get lost in New York. <laughs> Home Alone, Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Yes, oh. that's true. And I'd be like, is that one of the pigeons from the movie? That's and I'd be the like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's definitely one of the pigeons. Is that the sticky <laughs> bandits? Just anybody that has white gloves on. Are those the sticky nope, bandits? Nope, just, just regular New York bandits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is that? No, that's just city blood. <laughs> that's city blood. That's normal. <laughs> but I would like to see New York just because of, like, really, though, like I said, it's in everything. It's supposed to be, like, this bigger-than-life, you know, place. Um, but I don't know. No. Like, no. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Toronto doesn't interest me. Halifax doesn't even interest me. Tur Halifax is just the Toronto of the Maritimes. Not interested. And see, Moncton, which is a city, I don't find Moncton that difficult. May maybe because it doesn't take long to get outside of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, want to be able to escape whatever city I'm in with very little notice. Yeah, Halifax. I haven't spent a lot of time in Halifax, but I've never been, and nothing, you know, nothing disparaging against Halifax because I don't really know a whole lot about it. I haven't spent much time there, but I don't have any interest in going there. Even to go to Charlottetown and PEI, you know, we're going to be in Sherwood. But even Charlottetown, like, I guess I feel okay about Charlottetown because it's technically a city, but it doesn't take long to get out and, right. and get into the country. Uh, so I think I'll be okay with that. I think I would freak out in New York, but I want to see it. I've driven by it. I would like to see it. When I was coming back from Brazil, we flew into uh, the Newark airport. So when I took off, I could see like the New York skyline. So I saw, you know, all the all the buildings, mm -hmm. the bridges. I think I saw the statue of what's her name. You, uh, so you think you did? There. Is there a chance it was yeah. something else? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, that was kind of cool to see it from afar, not having to smell it or look at it or be in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. But again, I'm just a country bumpkin, country mouse. So I get it. Like some people that's like going to New York would be like their wildest dream. And mm -hmm. I'm like, nope, no, thank you. I don't even like parking downtown in Fredericton and we're barely a city or pretty much just a big town. <laughs> Parallel parking's not your thing. And that's like a, that is a mm. main skill you need in the city if you're driving. Right. Yeah. Now, when my wife, when we got married and we ended up moving to Ontario, I was like, oh, no, like I I'm one of the kids from Sussex who never wanted to leave Sussex. I was like, everyone's like, I can't wait to get out of this one horse town. And I was like, I want to own the horse in the one horse town forever. Uh, <laughs> well, but Sussex that is wasn't awesome. to be. And we left and I was all bummed out about going to Ontario. But um, we moved to Ottawa, which is nice for a bunch of reasons. One, it's not skeezy. It's like government town, university town. It's pretty cool for that. It's also a bit, pretty much as close to Maritimes you can get while still being in Ontario because it's right on the border. Um, so and it was it was cool, multicultural, like um, lots of cool stuff to do. Fairton actually reminds us of like a little Ottawa because it's just like lots to do, lots to see as far, you know, size-wise comparison. Sure. But uh, no, it was neat. Well, um, why don't you take us through that hypothetical, man? Let's sure. This is this is another one I made up, so I don't know if it's any good or not. But I thought it would be kind of a fun one. Is would you rather live in a home with no internet or no hot water? Then it it says dot 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 no running water. 
that's the second part of the question. So, um, I mean, if you if you just say from the beginning, uh, I'd rather have no hot wa- no no internet, then that's fine. But let's start with the first part of the question. If you had to live in a house with no internet or no hot water, and you could never change it, now you can get hot water and internet other places. Did you just say hot watered internet? <laughs> no, I said you can get hot water or internet in other, other places. It's not like you can never use them again. Um, but in your home, while you were at your home, no internet or no hot water, what's it going to be? This is a no-brainer for me, because not because I found myself in this situation a lot, um, but I would rather have internet than hot water. Because simply Explain. because, well, simply because uh, I can wash my clothes in cold water. Yep. I can brush my teeth in cold water. I can shower in cold water. And, and apparently there's even health benefits to showering in cold water. Uh, they mm-hmm. say that you should, you should end your shower with cold, with cold water. I did that for like three years and it like, it, it like kicks you into overdrive like you wouldn't believe because it like lights up your because you're like ah it's like drinking a coffee right because it wakes right. right up and then I got sick I, mean, I still remember how it ended I was like I had the flu and I was getting over the flu and I had my shower and I was like uh, I'm not gonna do it this time and then I never did it again <laughs> I never did it again yeah wow but okay. I had a good like three year run <laughs> well so so here's the other thing is that when, when we would go out to camp uh, and mm-hmm. go to our trailer for any amount of time even if it was for like a day and th- this this sucks because it's going to really like, it's going to put me in a, in a very, what, what's the word? Compromising? Well, no, no. Uh, like a bad light, but, but maybe okay. but, you'll understand once I, once I say it, mm-hmm. there, there is really no internet at camp. Right. Now the mindset of camp used to be that you go out to camps and like campgrounds and things like that to get away from the internet and to get away from TV and, and all of that. Certainly. But I'll tell you what, I want to have, I want to be out on the water in my camper with my family and I want to have the, the luxuries, quote unquote, of home. I want to have right. internet. I would like to have my TV and my Xbox. And, and I know that, you know, there'll be people, they'll be the purists. They'll be like, that's not camping. You might as well just be at home. You're right. So I go home. Um, <laughs> but but I would stay, we have hot water out there. We have, you know, we have everything, electricity, blah, 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 all that stuff. And there's lots of things to do. There's trails to walk. There's swimming. There's all kinds of stuff. But mm-hmm. I do not enjoy, I, I, I like being out of camp. In fact, I, I love, you know, Big Lake Camp, not a sponsor, but has certainly been a sponsor of me, um, has <laughs> been anyway. Uh, uh, it, without internet, I'm just like, I would, I would much rather be home, I think, where I can, you know, search up stuff. Now I have my data, but it it goes fast out there. Only when I'm at camp do I get the data warnings ab- about. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. It's funny. Today in class, I was getting our grad class ready. We're going for their grad trip. We do a different one every year. This year, we're renting two houseboats and we're going out on the head pond in Mactaquack. And I said, I was like, guys, it's got everything. You know, it's got TV, it's got barbecue, it's got a hot tub on the roof, it's got this, it's got blah, 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 all the stuff it has. I said, but just remember, the one thing it doesn't have is Wi-Fi, obviously. Um, and then one of the girls goes, save up your data, people. <laughs> Start hoarding it. Yeah, because that's how it works. If you don't yeah. use it, it rolls over. Afraid oh, not. I don't think for, the, for me it doesn't. It does for It does for you. No, that was sarcasm. Oh, okay. Well, my word, your whole world just for a second got flipped. It's like, what? I only have a gig of data on my phone, so it, it, it goes pretty – I would say it goes fast, but actually it only goes fast when I'm camping If because that's the only time I'm, like, on my phone more often than, you know, just a few minutes. Right. So uh, internet for me out there is really the thing that I want the most. We have everything else, but, like, we cut the cord. So I need internet if I want to watch Netflix or YouTube. And, yes, I can use my data, but I don't want to because it costs. Right. Um. And you could get internet out there, but it's crazy slow. Be- just the service that's offered in that area is ridiculous. We're talking like a megabyte and a half of download speed. It is awful. Um, <laughs> so I would I would gladly be out at camp and give up hot water easily to have internet out there. And so now, yep. if I'm going to be at home, uh, today I was watching a TV show on Amazon Prime, and all of a sudden I like Prime because... If it disconnects from your Wi-Fi while you're watching, it will it will warn you and say that it's streaming now from your data plan, and oh good, and that happened, and then I 
I was I went to check my Wi-Fi and all of a sudden all of my like uh, Google and any any connected device all started popping up in my Wi-Fi list because they were all looking for Wi-Fi and they're broadcasting oh, yeah. their own little signal. So my Wi-Fi kicked out today for whatever reason, and I'm like, mm. this is this is unacceptable. <laughs> so for me, it's a no-brainer. Internet. And you can tell you what, I've got a stove with four burners on top yep. and I will just get pots of water, you, you know, one of those old fashioned like ba- bathing tubs that like cowboys used to use and just sit in the middle of the living room or the, the kitchen with the hot water, you know, have your, your annual shower. Are you turning this, are you turning this into another hot tub story, Lucas? Oh my soul! You and your hot tubs. <laughs> I know. You've got them on. Pony. You've got them uh, okay. on the roof so of. You no, hold on. So you, you've hold yep. on. Hold on. Yep. I'm I'm talking. <laughs> you. There was. You ditched us for your hot tub. You've organized your group around houseboats that have hot tubs on their roofs. The the solution to your hypothetical is a hot tub. Maybe. Should I? Is this is is this what's gonna? Is this what the night will be? Intervention. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can make it through without saying it again. Okay, so you picked hot water, or sorry, no, you picked internet over hot water. So that so that activates part two of the question. <gasps> Would you rather have internet or running water? So it's no internet or no running water at all. So if there's no running water, do you mean no conventional like taps where there's the well down and it's you know bringing it up, or can I actually can I, uh, you know, the old hand pumps that you could get. I was just thinking that, dude. Can I give you a hand pump outside in the, in the yard? Or a bucket? Like, uh, we have. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you hand I'll give you hand pump out in the backyard with like a bucket. Ah, uh, man, that's tough. Because I was thinking, mm. you know, if we were out at camp and I had internet, the lake is fresh water. Yeah. No, you're at home. But I'm at home. You're oh, but home. the but the what is the the river that's here? Is it fresh or salt? I would think it would be fresh. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. So there's fresh water, like, just I can see the, I can almost see the river from right here. So, <laughs> and it's raining right now, and that is That's fre- free water right that, there. Uh, right? I could be gathering this right now. You guys do going. <laughs> uh, in this one, Lucas, I've got to give up. Uh, as much as I don't like it, I have to give up internet, and I have to maintain running water. Yeah. Showers, uh, toilets, bait cooking. You know, like I've got kids, they, they would yeah. never, you know, right. I've got to adapt to outhouse life is what you're saying. I've got to, I've got to adapt for the family. I'm a family man at heart. So I've got to give up the internet. <laughs> having said that there's going to be almost a mutiny in my house because the kids don't care about showers. They argue about having them every second day, but <laughs> so help me if Netflix doesn't load, they're stinking I Carly's and they're that's so Ravens or whatever the shows are. The kids are watching these days. It is like pandemonium. Dramatic reenactments. Oh, no thanks. How about you? I've answered. So Um, so I'm taking, I'm taking, uh, I'd get rid of hot water and keep the internet. No brainer. But in the face of no water, I would choose water. I'm trying to think. Hot water, showers would be the toughest one to give up. I mean, like I said, most stuff you can do with cold water. I only drink the cold water. I got a kettle if I want some tea. Um... Hmm. I actually thought I would be for sure, uh, like keep the hot water, lose the internet. I'm a little more on the fence now. You made a solid case, but I think I'm still going to go no internet because I mean, I have it at work. So, I mean, I can, I'll use it for that. And, and it would probably be better for me in the long run. Wait, I I take everything back that I've said. We (laughs) rewind the podcast. Let's get in your hot tub time machine and go back. You forgot about showers, did you? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> no. Curse you, Internet. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally forgot that, that the stipulation is at home. So yeah. I'll, I'll give up the, the home Internet because the church that is right beside me that I work in has you're not allowed to pipe it in. You can use it when you're there, but in this scenario, you don't live right, like you don't have like across the road internet to steal. Like you, you have to like when you're home, no internet. Darn it, Lucas. <laughs> Otherwise, you could just build an aqueduct that brings water to your house. Fair enough. Like a Roman. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, Lucas, listen. This question comes from Yahoo Answers. 
And <laughs> I forgot to, I forgot, I knew the question looked a little short. I forgot one key word to this. Uh, the question is this, and I forget who said it. Uh, what if Donkey Kong did your taxes? Okay. So, so. But that's, but that's not what it says. What does it say? <laughs> what if Donkey did your taxes? <laughs> you must have really been prepping quite the answer for this, and now it's all well, turned. I don't, I don't know how it's going to change for Donkey Kong. <laughs> what The question is, what if Donkey Kong did your taxes? And then their context, what they added in was. My favorite part. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> we're, to, we're to take some time here, uh, Oxford Holy Club and Lucas, and think about it. What think if Donkey it. Kong did your taxes? I want you to know I've had like two weeks to think up jokes, and I've got one. Okay, go ahead. Well, if Donkey Kong did do your taxes, and there, and, and there was an error, and he was you know, brought in front of the legal system, it'd all be good because he'd get out on appeal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal. Two solid weeks. <laughs> Two solid weeks. <laughs> oh, Nelly. Now, have you played much of the Donkey Kong games? Mm, uh, I played the Super Nintendo one a little bit. Well, th I think that's all you need because I think we can get the context of the economy that Donkey Kong is familiar with. Lucas, uh, am I boring barrels you with this bananas? question? Barrels and bananas. Barrels of bananas. <laughs> Uh, it would seem that Donkey Kong's currency is bananas. So what if Donkey Kong did your taxes? Uh, I've seen uh, I've seen different videos online of like orangutans and and different you know monkey types that that yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that's the actual terminology, but Mo monkey folk. But that like have crazy uh, reaction times that are way faster than us and recognizing some patterns and and all this type mm. of thing and. Um, what is the YouTube channel I watched it on? <laughs> Monkeybros.com. <laughs> nope. Um, oh, that's going to bug me. The, guy, the host name is Michael Stevens. Um, oh, it's a YouTube red show. Is it all about how monkeys are better than us? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, wait, did you ever hear the channel Vsauce? No. Okay. Well, Check out Vsauce, but then he did his own. I opened up Spotify instead of YouTube. He <laughs> he did his own YouTube Red um, thing. What was it called? Minefield. It was called Minefield, and it, they, he just explored a ton of interesting stuff. But one of them uh, had to do with monkeys, and I've really drugged that on way too long. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping you've got something for me here. Uh, I think paying him to do the taxes. My goodness, man, we've paid. We paid, <clears throat> so, okay, before we moved here, we had a really great um, person that did our taxes. What's the term for that? Accountant? Accountant. Yeah. Uh, we had not a really, monkey? <laughs> no, not a monkey. We had a really great accountant, and they, they knew the ins and outs of, of, of our taxes, and, and it's a little different when you're clergy and stuff like that, so figuring all that stuff yeah. out, right? They were great at it. Get some sweet credits. Yeah. And then, uh, and then when we moved here, we had to find somebody new, and and so uh, we we found this gentleman that charged fifty bucks to do both of our taxes, Mandy's and mine, and we're like, this is sweet. Let's you know, like for the first year, let's let's just go with this guy. It's cheap. We'll get it done. But it it always gave me. I never was involved until this last year. It always gave me this like, put your taxes in my trunk kind of. You know, put your seats in here. Put, yeah, 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 right. And and then all of a sudden, money showed up. Uh, but you know, we got our returns, and we got our returns. Um, but there was always, and and he's done a fantastic job. But there was always just like this. It was always difficult around the clergy stuff. And so I asked a different pastor who he uses in the area. So we went with them one one year. They charged us exactly as much as I got back in a return. Which oh seriously yes like <laughs> hundreds and hundreds so you wish you, you wish you went with with uh, trunk man yeah so we went back to trunk man this year and I'm telling you man it was some kind of good my <laughs> my point is this if Donkey Kong did our taxes I would pay him in bananas yeah from Costco which are very inexpensive get a good bunch yeah um <laughs> I really I I don't know other than my appeal getting out an appeal joke and I was thinking of all kinds of things like splits. 
Is that the reason why this question is in here? Because you wanted to use the appeal joke? That's the only reason. Oh, that, no. That is 100%. <laughs> Let's stop monkeying around oh. and get to the not a sponsor break. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for a not a sponsor break, the part of the show where we highlight a product that we feel does it better than anybody else, but they won't support us financially. Nobody does Everybody wants to rule the world. Now you can with a new way to play the classic game of Risk. Defend your territories, draft troops, and launch attacks for the ultimate conquest against friends, families, and foes. Want to battle new opponents across the world? Now you can by taking the battle online with Global Domination Mode. Must be over 13, exclamation point. Try the game for free or unlock for unlimited mobile play. That's right, I'm bringing you an iOS game because I have been all about this Risk Global Domination for iOS. It's put out by Hasbro. You know who they are. They've been putting out board games for quite some time. This has all the features that you're used to with the board game Risk, but you can also uh, have it on your phone, and if you have an Apple TV, you can also stream it to your TV. Uh, multiple game modes available. Global Domination Online. Play with friends online. There's single player and and my favorite right now is Pass and Play, where you set up a game and you're in the room together and I'm streaming it to my Apple TV and we're passing the phone around and playing it. It's great. The cleanup is super simple. You just hit the home button and the game goes away. Up to six players, you can have AI battling. There's four different uh, uh, difficulty settings. It's got the authentic rules that you know. You can easily add friends. There's tutorials and in-game help, multiple maps, fun avatars, all the things that you've come to know and love about Risk, but also now on your mobile device. And it works on older devices that perhaps other things aren't supported for. I have really been enjoying this app with a lot of the, the youth and teenagers that I work with. I'm going to use this to teach my children how to play Risk and learn how to strategize and dominate the globe. Not only that, but it also has pirate maps, pirate-themed avatars, zombie maps, zombie-themed avatars. And you know what, folks? In my opinion, nobody does it better at teaching me how to dominate the globe than risk global domination. Not a sponsor, and it's free to download. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's now time for our questions Christians can't answer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Lucas. It'd be funny if you use that. Oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> What'd you think of our musical stinger? Uh, I'm very excited about it. I think it really sets up the gravitas of this whole bit. Right? Every yeah. time I hear it, I'm not sure what you see in your mind, but I just, I remember that there was a video on YouTube a long time ago of a squirrel that was looking not towards you. And then that music hit just as the squirrel like locks eyes with you. <laughs> and that's what Terrifying. I see. That's what I see. Uh, that's a good one. So here's the question. How did Noah fit the millions and millions of species of animals on this planet into his ark? It doesn't take a mathematical genius to realize the physical impossibility of this. Huh. Well, I mean, it's it's not like some questions people answer like, oh, well, of course, dummy, it's this. I mean, again, that's a great question. That is a solid question. Um, so, but something to keep in mind is that the ark was massive. Um, I remember when I used to teach Bible a long time ago in my school, uh, one of our activities was, we figured out how big a cubic was, and fun fact, a cubit is almost exactly the length between the two legs of a school chair. Yeah, Venres. I think it's also like the, like your... Your elbow to your fingertip, or it, like an, I think an Egyptian cubit is 18 inches. Yeah, and that was like the exact spacing of our chair legs. So I basically said, okay, your chair is your measuring stick, and you're, like we had one group go like the length, one group go the width or whatever, and they realized it's like massive, like you could fit our whole school in it. And of course, it's a bunch of decks and all this stuff. So it's it's first of all, you're starting off with a large, large um, thing. But a couple things to keep in mind. Um, first of all, I mean, they would have taken the babies. They're not taking the big ones. Um, they're you know probably bringing eggs on. Uh, they don't have to bring fish. They don't have to bring in any swimming birds. And also, 
um, this was a long, long time ago, and there wouldn't have been as many species. Like, for example, uh, there wouldn't be 50 kinds of dog. There'd be dog well, or maybe just wolf. And, and that's what I was going to hit on, Lucas, was the, the term species wasn't, you know, that's not how we looked at it back then. Because mm -hmm. if, and if you wanted to actually look it up, you can look in Genesis 6. Um, mm, 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 mm. Genesis 6, around verse 19 following and then into Genesis 7, um, when, when God told um, Adam, when God told Noah to bring, you know, the animals in, it was two of every kind. And so, you know, it, it, it doesn't take a genius to look at a picture of uh, a coyote, a wolf, and a dog. Could you say that they're the same kind of animal? Right, you, you certainly could, sir. You certainly could. Are they different species? We certainly classify them differently, right? Mm -hmm. But yep. I really don't think that he was bringing all these different little subspecies and, and all this. Like, I don't think that he took a Great Dane and a Chihuahua and all that. Like, certainly there's been selective breeding, blah, 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 blah. But right. he, he took dog. Like you said, dog. There. Dog. I'll end where you ended. Two puppies. Yeah, you pick, it, you pick it up. Right. No, uh, you, I, I interrupted you. Oh, no, that was basically it. And I get that, like, it's one of those ones that is, is hard. And, I mean, and the fact is, like, we have some good arguments, but we won't know 100%. And that's the thing is that's where the faith part comes in. It's not completely blind. It's not like I just believe because I believe. But also, to be fair, a lot of people don't get hung up on those kind of questions when it comes to why they have problems with the Bible. It's like sin and all this other stuff. But it's it's fine. It's fine to have an answer for it. And, like, we gave one that's I, I believe is fairly acceptable. And I'm sure there's much smarter people who have even, like, wickeder answers than we have but um yeah to me that's a good one and like you said not one of every single thing like oh that's the northeastern great dane hybrid with a chihuahua or whatever right you know when when they said it doesn't take a mathematical genius to realize the physical impossibility of this um there's some assumptions that are built in with that statement but i'm not going to tear that statement apart what i i, I this mathematical genius um God was the one that gave the dimensions and gave the requirements for, right? right? So uh, I'm going to say that God trumps a mathematical quote-unquote genius in what the mm -hmm. dimensions need to be and would know how many can fit and all that kind of thing. Um, but but this is, is kind of what I thought too, was that Noah was 600 years old when the flood waters came upon the earth. Now, right. 600 years old... The general, I think the lifespan now, the average lifespan, is at around 70? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But I guess the point is, let's say that even if you could live to be 100 or more, you get 100 years and that's, you know, we get our mathematical geniuses in that, in that mm -hmm. time period. Yeah. How much more would Noah know and understand from having that long of life be yeah. before the flood ever happened? So things like we just said, you know, and we've only been alive for 35, 36 years, you bring babies. You don't, you know, people ask about, well, did Noah bring dinosaurs on the boat? Right? Like, there's a whole other question right. that we could take some time with. But even if he right. did, like, they, so did he, you know, did he bring all that? Well, bring babies, like you said, bring eggs. But great thing about babies uh, is, is that unlike, unlike uh, adults, babies can fall down and get back up. Like, they're, when, you know, adults fall down and they're broken, they take forever. And why I say that is this. After that flood, you needed your animals to be able to live and survive. And if you had right. old, sick animals, what's the point? So you bring healthy babies. Make sure you get a, a, red, uh, a red one. Make sure you get a pink one and a blue one. That'll be important <laughs> right. later. <laughs> I wish I could take credit for that, um, but that's not my material. So, <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, like you said, the, you don't need to get fish on there and... To me, you can put put all the birds on the roof. I mean, that's how every nursery has it painted. Every church, right? So you're good, right? I think it's you know they get the giraffe sticking out and the lion, yeah. over, right? Like, the giraffe sticking out, yeah, head out of the top <clears throat> like a convertible. Yeah, it was a convertible. Do you ever hear? And we've gone on a while with this one, but do you ever hear that? Uh, you don't see it in here in scripture, but that that the ark could have had a moon pool built into it. Be oh, really? Because people, people will say that if you were to build it 300 cubits long, um, going over a wave, it would, it would break in the middle. <clears throat> right. And so uh, this is just what I heard is that 
they could have put a moon pool in it, and it's basically like imagine this shaft that runs down the middle that when mm-hmm. when water, when a wave comes up, um, the water will, would rise up into this pool and it releases the stress on the middle of the boat. Not only that, but but think of, and this, this I thought was funny, and again, it's not my material at all, but that, you know, as they're caring for these animals, you know, the, the reality is there's fecal matter. There's all this kind of stuff that's on this arc, yeah. right? Well, it, this moon pool would act like a piston that is that is pressing fresh water. It's pushing, or mm. not, sorry, not water, fresh air. But it's pushing fresh yeah. air through the boat. And so yeah. um, the joke was that like there'd be days where Noah's praying for a big wave to just you know like to to shoot <laughs> some air into that thing. But yeah. Now it's not in there in scripture, but again, Noah was 600 and some years old when he got into this ark. You've got mm. to think that he knew uh, a little bit. And so <clears throat> the other thing that I think too, and this is just a total aside kind of, is um, people at, at this point, it seemed like people lived longer and were bigger than we are now. So how big, right. how big was Noah's cubit? Ah, good point. Right, like, like there were gi- the the Bible talks about giants back then, and and all this different stuff. Like, I that boat could have been bigger than we think it it could have been. Right. Anyway, we so Lucas, you hit it. We don't really know um, yeah. at the end of the day. And is this an essential to our faith? I'm, I, to, I've, I would think not. Um, and and don't don't throw out the don't throw out the baby with the hot tub water. <laughs> there you go. Are we done? Well, we- Brad, I have a Yahoo question for you. Well, this is weird. We've never done this. <laughs> How to feel safe being a dog walker? Question mark. More explanation. I'm starting a dog walking job soon, and I'm just paranoid about getting kidnapped <laughs> or just anything bad happening. <laughs> what can I do to make myself feel safer? I have pepper spray on my keys. Why did they... Spray pepper spray on their keys. <laughs> so you can gouge people with them and it'll sting extra. Just 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 a second, let me get my keys out of my bag. <laughs> That's right. Then you throw them. Uh how do you feel safe? You're a dog walker. How do you feel safe? What kind of dogs are you walking? Like people get dogs for protection. That's right. So if you're walking this group of dogs, what is, what what is a a herd? No. A pack. A pack. Thank you. If you're walking a packed of dogs, pack. If you're walking, I said packed. Anyway, if you're walking a pack of dogs, how can you not feel safe? Unless they're all like the little yappy purse dogs. In which case, you swing them over your head yes! like a whip and you get them. Yeah, you Indiana Jones those and, yep. and send those dogs flying. Um, how, what can I do to make myself feel safer? Why are you paranoid about getting kidnapped? Well, that, see, that's the thing. Well, when I first read this this thing, I thought, I thought she was afraid of the dogs when I read because I, I I have this bad habit of reading things fast and then just answering them. Uh, so I said, well, how much do you smell like hot dogs? You know, the, the more you smell like <laughs> hot dogs, the less safe you'll be from those dogs. Fear the dogs, don't fear the people. And then I realized she's asking about dogs, but it's like, does she think that like dog walkers have like a high chance of getting kidnapped? Like, do you only pick the bad neighborhoods? Do you think people see someone walking 50 dogs thinking that person must be rich if they can afford 50 dogs? Uh, I'm, I'm doing a quick Google search for most dangerous mm. jobs in the world. <clears throat> I'm, I've got to assume that. Okay. Uh, so number one, do you know what number one is? Underwater welder? Log workers. Oh yeah, I heard. That's yeah, gnarly. see, most people I think know that one by now. Uh, that yeah. that it's that. Uh, oh, I shouldn't. Okay, log workers, and then followed second by fishermen's pretty dangerous. Well, it's number two, fishers ah. and fishing yeah. workers. I've never heard fish fishers Sorry, fishermen then fishing workers, or that's one category. Um, it says fishers and fisher. Oh. They just want to say fishermen. They, Go ahead. They don't. Uh, and Fisher people. <laughs> Did you just say? That just sounds like I think I'm saying yeah, fish are people. Definitely does. My mouse. I'm sorry. My mouse froze. I'm I'm freaking out here. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, the ads. This is why I don't use these websites. Aircraft pilot and flight engineers is number three for most hmm. dangerous. That does not 
Fill me with a lot of confidence. That's, a, that's not that's not a good stat for you to hear. No. Number four, dog walkers. Nope. Roofers. Number five, roofers. refuse and recyclable material collectors. My Garbage goodness, man. I was just going to say, we are really going out of our way to, to give these titles. I, like, how does that, like, they, they, you know, they have those really big garbage cans and they hook it up to the, the machine, but then they fall in it and then it, like, throws them in. Like, I don't know how that, like, hit by cars maybe, I guess, but I've never heard of one. Anyway, I, I, I believe the statistics. I'm just, I'm just enjoying the different titles and how we're, like, we're making them sound so fancy. When I used to work at a gas station as a teenager, yeah. I used to call myself a petroleum distribution engineer. Yeah. That's the same gas station that you uh, jury rigged the tire balancer to play Goldeneye. Uh, yeah, the, the the yep the wheel balancer computer. I was able to to do some funky things with that little computer screen to get my N sixty four plugged into that. Uh, structural iron and steel workers, truck drivers, farmers, ranchers, and agricultural managers. I mean, maybe farm. You know, you think of animals, ranchers. I'm I'm just yeah, trying to help. I think- the only way I think it would be a dangerous job is if you, like, walk them beside the train tracks or something and then they, like, dart you across the train tracks or into traffic or something. But, I mean, I, but again, like you said, the kidnap thing is so weird. Like, who who sees a dog walker who, A, is surrounded by dogs um, and, B, they're working as a dog walker. So, you know, they're not independently wealthy. Like, <laughs> I don't know why she thinks that they're the ones who are going to be primo <laughs> targets for this. Yeah. Leave leave a hundred thousand dollars in an unmarked bag. <laughs> yeah. Give me your fourteen thirty five an hour. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You make a good point because uh, I w- I was thinking through all the movies I've watched where people get kidnapped and there's the ransom and all that. Like who? What? Well, then what did this dog walker have to do to be in a position where they feel that they're gonna be kidnapped? Like what did they do that was so wrong? to someone that they've upset somebody this bad that there's an actual fear. Well, because I'm paranoid about getting kidnapped or just something bad happening. So for some reason, this job makes them, like, do they think it's, like, a bad job? Like, that, like it's going to bring, like, bad karma down on them or something? Like, that's, it is a very strange maybe they thought. Maybe they feel the dogs are going to lead them into bad neighborhoods, that they won't be able to control uh, the dogs. The dogs are going to be a bad influence. So, dog walker, here, Peer pressure. here's what you need to do. Be the alpha. You have to be the alpha dog and lead those dogs. As far as the pepper spray on your keys is concerned, um, I wouldn't want to have to be fumbling with my keys to get to my pepper spray. I have a hard enough time getting the proper key to my office. And if I was in a high-pressure situation, fumbling with my keys to get to my pepper spray... Don't you ever, when you're trying to unlock a door, pretend someone's trying to get you? And you're like, how fast can I unlock this door? No. I have... Oh, never? Never. Oh, it's a fun game to play mm-hmm. if you're looking for entertainment. I never have. I've been in those situations where I've been walking like down a dark place, and then you get that sense that something's looking at you. You ever have that happen? And you, you have the, the fight-or-flight response where you either have to just... You just keep walking and get the heck out of there, or you turn around and face mm. it. No, I I don't live in scary Oxford, Nova Scotia, so I I mean I don't have to worry about it. Fair enough. The big city. And you make you make a good point. How to feel safe by being a dog walker? You, I think we nailed this one. Train those dogs to fight. Get a yeah. Yep. Not each other. Oh, that's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. First rule about dog fight club is we don't talk about dog fight club. Very much so. Well, Lucas, walk us out of here. Oh, hold on. But before you walk us out, why don't you yep. give me a mobile game recommendation? Remember that thing where I talk about how I don't read the questions closely and I just answer real quick? <laughs> hey, they, I didn't, they made this I a mobile game. I know they did. I didn't read mobile game recommendation. Uh, so I just wrote a AAA title. Although technically anything on the Switch is a mobile game recommendation, and they do make it for the Switch, and they do make it for the phone, but I've heard, but I I've heard it's garbage on all of them. Uh, so I won't be doing Ark Survival Evolved, um, a mobile game. Uh, I'm going to tell you one that I will I have sunk a lot of hours into, and is a wonderful game. I don't know if it's supported anymore, um, but it's Sid Meier's Civilization <laughs> Revolution. Come on. <laughs> I've logged a lot of hours in that game on the Vita, on the on my Windows phone, on my Android, on my Apple. 
I've it's just a great it's it's like the graphics aren't anything fancy, but it's a deep game. I feel like I've got two hours to kill at my, you know, at some random, you know, cousins or nephews or nieces birthday party, you know, and I need to kill some time, find myself a nice corner, park, set up that game, happy as a clam. And sorry, hey, what's your game? Uh, make sure you don't copy me, but what's your <laughs> game recommendation? Well, I won't copy you, but I will ask that from now on you take a minute and read the notes. So we don't find ourselves in this awkward situation. I didn't. I was like, "Wow, I didn't realize Lucas downloaded Ark Survival on on his phone. Why haven't we been playing that together?" I did, but you can't speed up the rate, so it's super slow and annoying. So yeah, that's why. I wonder if they changed it. Anyway, I should check it out. Uh, my recommendation, Lucas, for a mobile game was uh -huh. Civilization Six. Now, this is also made by Sid Meier's, and it's not. It's not Civilization Revolution, which we spent a lot of time playing. We have. Do you remember when we used to, um, we would take our turns and then create narratives and text them to each other? Oh, yeah. We are big nerds. Super, big, big nerds. Super nerds. Yes. Super nerds. Super We've nerds. done that with a few video games and done little little journals. And it's, it is fun, though. And it's fun that we like how nerdy it is. But yes. Very much so. But Civilization <laughs> VI is um, a straight port of the PC game. And it is a, um, what what are these games called? Um, uh, turn-based strategy games. Thank, thank you. A turn-based strategy game. And Civilization VI brings all of the um, the great stuff from the, the computer version right to your mobile device. And so, I, it's, it's hard for me to say anything about it now because Lucas basically said everything that I would have said about this game. It is the newer version. It does have multiplayer. You can play with your friends at the same time. The thing we liked about Civilization Revolution was that it had what's called asynchronous multiplayer where you could take mm -hmm. your turn, you send that turn, and then they can play their, the next person plays when they have time. Uh, <laughs> did we ever finish a game? Because that would take like a year for us to probably well, play. did you remember? It used to crash all the time. Oh, yeah. We would get a game going, then it would crash. And it, it generally would happen with Andrew, and he would freak uh, a lot, if I recall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Civilization VI is my recommendation. I've got other mobile games that I would love to recommend. I would have recommended Ark Survival Evolve, but Lucas took a big old sugar beat on that, and um, so now we're just going to move past it. So, Lucas, walk us out of this episode. Uh, happy to. Um, so, listeners, if you have any questions or recommendations for us, um, feel free to follow our podcast. We, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Oxford Holy Club. Uh, of course, you can also email Oxford Holy Club with your suggestions, questions, queries, comments, or concerns. Uh, if you use hashtags, uh, throw up the hashtag OH Club. And don't forget, uh, one of the best things you can do to support us um, uh, more than more than money, more than emailing Brad Beard uh, attending tips, all that stuff is if you can give us a five star rating on iTunes. Uh, it's huge for us. It lets more people see it. And of course, tell your friends about it. If you just want to tell two friends, one of them will say no thanks, uh, but one of them might listen and they might like it. Um, and so, and if you give us a five star rating, of course we'll read it on air. <laughs> and if you can find me a friend that has a hot tub. But more importantly, until next time. Keep spiritually fit and, and have, have fun. fun.